Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Gabagool, a podcast about The Sopranos. My name's Ben Vanell. I'm joined by my co-host, Adam Knox. Here I am, walking in a frame with my boobs in frame. <laughs> with my boobs, you know. We're, yeah. I'm framing it to show you that I have boobs to establish <laughs> that we're in a uh, some sort of boob-based environment. It's yeah, pretty Yeah, I'm clever. getting a massage. I'm getting a massage. You got your tits out. Uh, opening scene of The Sopranos, episode 11, season 1, Nobody Knows Anything, opens in a similar scenario. Wow, that's a coincidence. How about mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, this, it's, it's so nice to have a good episode like this immediately following a bad. We talked about how last week the, the episode was kind of yep. bad, and this one, a real honker, in my opinion. A real honker, and we're not just talking about the tits. Um, this is I'm. St- Maybe we do talk about tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's not becoming a running theme of the podcast. <laughs> it's um, gonna be hard to avoid. There's been more boobs than gabagool at this point. We were gonna do a gabagool count, but I've only gotten to do true. like one or two. Yep. No, that's that's the show, unfortunately true. It does make a very '90s HBO. Hey, look at what we're allowed to do. Effort of like. Look at this, we can show fucking nipples on the screen. You kidding yeah. me over here? This ain't fucking TV, it's HBO. <laughs> but Hog uh, boobies, okay? <laughs> that's what it okay, stands that's for. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, tits aside, this is a bumper episode. Hey, tits are straight scrolling- on, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> they ain't going on the side, this is HBO. They're pointing right forward like headlights. Okay, how can I describe this? This is an F cup of an episode. I got no problem um, with that. Yeah. <laughs> the, I'm scrolling down the TV Tropes recap that I use as a sort of reference point. Uh-huh. It's like the longest one so far. Not, And it's it, like fucking heaps of shit happens in this episode. Heaps of cool shit, yeah. interesting shit. A lot of relationship stuff, um, but it's 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 also plot. It's, it's just packed full of the good stuff. For some reason, it really feels like we've gotten back to the main plot of of the show in this one it feels like for two or even three episodes now we've been a little bit looking at side stuff and looking at these interpersonal things and you know people have a yeah establishing the world a bit more or whatever but this is really Mm -hmm. stuff is moving and it starts moving straight away with um yeah paulie is at like uh, this brothel he's talking Mm -hmm. to debbie who owns the brothel and yeah she's the madam she's giving him a massage right the blonde the blonde man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's giving a massage. He's talking about hand jobs or whatever. And then someone comes mm-hmm. running down the stairs and she's like, hey, I think this guy upstairs having a heart attack. I think he's dying. Um, mm. And it's big pussy and a lot of pain. And it turns out he's hurt his back. Yeah, yeah. They bring in a doctor. Dr. Who, Mop and Glow. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> he has a real name, but that's how he's introduced by the madam, I think. Yeah. Um, he's a dermatologist but yeah, out- and he's wearing a, <laughs> a wearing a maid's outfit. Yeah, which good for him. But yes, you're right. Pussy, he's done his back. I don't know if it's the first time, but he's got a very sore back. Yeah, you know how much this can hurt. Yeah, You've I know. I was like, oh, everything about the opening to this episode I can relate to. <laughs> every single aspect. Well, but you've been yeah. hospitalized for bad back before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the ambulance called and all that shit. Yeah. Um, mine was structural, though, not psychosomatic. Well, at this point, we don't know that. It, but yeah, uh, that's yeah. true. Yours, yours was real, or so you tell <laughs> us. I've never seen the I'm not x-rays. wearing a... Have you ever seen me... Recorded on a microphone. I'm not wearing a wire, you okay? I've told it. you that. Yeah. Um, also, fucking what's his name? The detective oh, guy yes. of Tony's is here. He's got like this mm-hmm. real stained up white t-shirt. He's real stained up. And yeah. um, he comes out, sort of has a look at what's going on. And it does give the impression that he is... I thought he was just living here. Um Right, but he's at the very least he's a he's a regular at this place. We find out later on that him and uh, I forget her name, but the the madam who who is here they they have a close relationship, and he's been going there yes. for a while, and da da da. So he's there as well, yep. and then we get a weird title card that hasn't happened on this yeah. show yet. Yeah, uh, and it says four days later. It's a weird, like having a title card to to signify the. F- Near future yeah. seems like a complete way. Like if it was four days earlier, fuck, I'm in. I'm interested. I want to see that. You know that flashback. I love that structure. But this is just like a few days later. I know. It's very weird because we've never seen these guys at a brothel together before. It's not something I knew they were doing. I thought like I read it a couple of times, being like, wait, did it say earlier? You're right, right. Because it's not much time. No, not at all. Not at all. And I don't think there's any reason that you need to know that it's been four days, but whatever. Pussy's back is still sort of hurting, but he's had yeah. it treated a bit. He's playing cards with... um, Is it Richie? No, no. Is- Richie was the musician from last episode. Oh, this is Jimmy. Jimmy is like one the other ca- capo. Capo? Yes. Who... Um, Cap- capo. Capo. A capo you're putting on, gu- on a guitar. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, yeah. And a, ca- and a capo puts a guitar on you if you don't uh, wise up. Damn. And a capo is what you uh, have after you've played the guitar. You have a little a little cuppa. Yeah, a little cappuccino. Um, but there's a raid on this little poker game they've got going on. And uh, they find a, a pool table full of illegal guns. The FBI. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, Pussy makes a run for it. For whatever reason, he seems freaked out by this particular one. And yeah, he tries to run away yeah. with his bad back and immediately gets caught because of course he fucking does. The FBI is there and he can't run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, could it? Could they have said it's four days later to be like, yeah, Pussy really hurt his back, but he's recovered a little bit enough to run. Because it's like they carried him down the stairs <sighs> four days earlier. But Is it literally that? Like just a logic thing of like... Maybe. There's no reason they couldn't have had Jimmy just be like, hey, you've been back on your feet for a week. <laughs> totally, you know? absolutely, you're right yeah. I just don't get that four days later at all But yeah, off off big pussy runs for some reason I don't know why he thinks to run Yeah, at this point it, I think he's just made to look him a bit sus But if he was right. completely on the level with, with Tony and everyone He may also want to run Like he says that he's got 
you know, money troubles, he mm. just doesn't want to get arrested. Like, you got to pay bail and shit. Yeah, so. that's true. And that's exactly yeah. what happens. He gets arrested, he, he pays bail, and he shows up later on to uh, the bar mm. being where um, Junior's there and Tony's there and a bunch of other people are there. Jimmy's still in jail. And uh, yes. Tony's freaking out. He's like, this is how it starts. This is how, you know, this is the big one is coming. And other people right. are like, oh, look, it's uh, whatever. They're, they're just shaking them down. It's nothing. Mm. And uh, yeah, Big Pussy shows up and they make fun of him for running away. They're like, hey, why don't you run, yes. run over and get yourself a beer there? <laughs> yeah. All that sort of stuff. And um, yeah, Junior tells him. Yeah, like, they, we- they, they make fun of his 10-yard dash, yeah. <laughs> which I thought was a good line. Junior tells him, uh, don't fucking run away. That's embarrassing. Oh, and Pussy says, mm. look, I had a bunch of cash on me I didn't want them to take. And they got it. And Junior's That's like, right. well, you shouldn't have had that much fucking money on you at one time. That's the stupid part. That's right. He had like four grand in cash on him yeah, or something. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, uh, yeah, that's all gone down. They're, they're all pretty happy with it. Jimmy's still in jail, da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony has a meeting with his sleazy detective guy. Yep, he's, Vin. He's like, I was fishing with my kid. That's not something mm. you've ever done before, Tony, but all right. Um, That's tr- he's probably lying. He was probably just at the butter bing or something. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, so clearly this detective's called a, a, a Vin has called a, an emergency meeting here. Yes, and like he's able to look past Tony being a bit fucking rude to him. He's like, "Why are you always so fucking rude to me, Tony?" Mm. And he tells him, "Look, someone's wearing a wire." Yeah, there's like a big thing they call he they. I think Tony asked for like what the three hundred two form. Like it, yeah. this is a known thing. This is an informant situation. Um, I don't know. Does he lay it all out? He that says he was like it's. He was pinched in Vegas. Right. He says it's Bump and Sarah. Uh, he's 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 wired for sound. Tony obviously gets pretty angry. He's like, "Who the fuck told you this? This is ridiculous." And he's like, "Look, it's yeah. a source that I trust. He's he was at, in my wedding." He says. Hmm. Hmm. And uh, Tony's like, well, I need exactly that evidence, the 302, which is obviously like the form that the FBI makes whenever they do something like this. Yep. But um, he knows that pussy was in Vegas, a heroin thing, this like specific Mm. stuff that he found out from the informant where he's like, how would I know all of this if if it wasn't him, if I was making something like this up? He was moving heavy H to pay for his kid's college. Right, right, right. He got arrested and he's he's pulled a deal. He's he's done a deal with the FBI. Exactly. Turned informant. Uh and you know, like I think he makes the point in this scene of like Pussy loves his family above everything else and he's not going to, you know, let them be destitute right. because he's thrown in jail. He's going to make a deal. And Tony starts to I think believe it by the end of this and he's, conversation. He's like he's out in a few hours from a lowball bail like mm. how is he back? I'll tell you how. It's wire time. It's wire. You ever seen that show, The Wire? Has that started yet? No? Okay, well, I got an idea for a show. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. put it on HBO so we can fill it full of tits. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is the plot of the episode. Yeah. Um, kicking off big time. We get a bit more plot from Junior later on, which is, you know, has been the sort of overriding plot mm. the whole season. But this is like the most exciting and immediate thing that's happened in the entire show, I'm going to say. Maybe, yeah. Cause, uh, definitely over the course of this episode, it's Tony is, you know, upset about this. 
for sure. And it's tense. You don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe pussy's wearing a wire. Yeah, and it's it's done really well. But yeah, let's let's continue to pace through it. Yeah, well, there's some fucking function happening happening at the Sopranos house. I don't know what it's for. They, Carmela said it. They have an open house every year, so I think it's like just a party, just a party for anyone uh, because they have a nice house. I I I, I don't know. I guess so. Well, yeah. whatever it is, they're having a some weird party, and uh, Livia's decided not to show up, and Tony's like, "Fuck her, mm-hmm. she's doing it for attention." But uh, Carmela's pretty upset about it. Mm. Um, she wants them to move the piano during this party because Anthony Jr.'s not playing it. Yeah, <laughs> it's get they've sold it, I guess, and and they she wants to get it in position. Someone's picking it up, I think. I was guess the so. point during the party? Is yeah. that part of the open house? You come and get people's pianos. I guess I'm out of my depth with this party and every mm. party. That's social anxiety <laughs> for me. Um, but yeah, so Tony calls Pussy over. He's like, can you come help with this? Because this is him starting to sort of take a closer look and and and, and assess his behavior, see if he can mm. figure out what you know what's going on here. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what this specific ploy is because Pussy having a bad back or not, yeah. it doesn't play into him having a wire or being an informant. But, yeah, you're right. I guess he's just sort of like pushing him a little bit yeah. to see what happens. He's just trying to find excuses to, to talk to this guy and as much FaceTime as you can get with someone who you suspect right. is probably probably best. But, yeah, he's like, no, I'm not going to fucking move. And I know it's on wheels, but I hurt my back. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paulie and, and Christopher are there. Um and he asks them about how pussy's been lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Christopher's like, yeah, he's fucking out of it. Like, he's not doing his, his rounds. He's not picking up the money. You know, he's starting to look vulnerable. He's starting to make us look weak. Yeah. You know, there's something going on with him mentally. He's honking into those pills. I offered yep. to go and do, Paulie says, pussy's round for him. And he tells me, okay. It's, he tells him <laughs> he tells him it's the Percocets and you know they're yep. they're worried about pussy, but yeah, uh, yeah, and and also completely separately. And then Paulie throws in the idea that he's like, I think the back is psychosomatic. Is that right? right. Or he just yes. he he's because he suggests he goes to this doctor. He's some doctor who works with uh, he, Paulie. Went to him after he got hit on the head with a pool cue. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he says the doctor's like, no, nah, there's nothing wrong with his back. Right, exactly. Like, that's, uh, yeah, that's a pretty big tell that right. something's going on. So it, it, they they have no reason to, you know, suspect pussy of this wire stuff, but even they're like, he's acting weird. No, no, no. Right, yes. Speaking of acting weird, Tony was doing it, so he's seeing a psychiatrist named Dr. Melfi, and that's who he mm-hmm. is talking to now. Yes. And uh, he's talking about his paranoia, a feeling of pending doom. Mm-hmm. And um, he asks Melfi about whether or not, you know, mental stuff can cause physical problems, which he knows it can. Yeah, absolutely. This is, I mean, I love this episode and so do you, but this scene has the same, not issues, but when you think about it, it's... Uh, the same as last week. It's just exposition. It feels like, like a bit of a callback to the thing of him going like, well, my friend couldn't get an erection. I think he used to be saying right. that. And now he's saying my yeah. friend's back hurts. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, Melfi seems to understand that he is actually talking about a friend this time. And he's like, I don't. Yeah. Melfi goes, I don't want to tell you what I think about your friends because you always get fucking mad at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, I'm sorry. I won't. I won't do it this time. Yeah. Maybe. Is there any mental stuff that would cause a backache? And she's like, yeah, stress or keeping a secret. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the aspect of it that I was like, yeah, they weren't very subtle about yeah. this one, were they? <laughs> you know what uh, could really hurt you back? A big recording device strapped to your <laughs> chest. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, fucked the f- the FBI, the fucked back institute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go go and see, go. He's been going to see them. Uh, so yeah, Tony is not getting his fears assuaged by anybody, mm. and so he goes back no. to uh, you know sleazy detective guy back at the brothel. And yep. uh, he's, I guess I just had to find a place where the detective could live. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you have to get me proper proof that this dude is the guy. You cannot yep. give me, like, it's too vague right now. And uh, he calls him, he's like, I'm going to take this from a degenerate fucking gambler with a badge, which he gets mad about. Uh, but yeah, uh, he gets he gets hurt. The, this scene is like the first real instance you get of this Vin guy being more than just a sleazy cop stereotype, or not stereotype, but an outline. You know, pretty he's one not line, being a real person. Yeah, exactly. One one night yeah. type of guy until now. Yes. Um. And like the 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 thing of the degenerate gambler does come into it. At some mm, point. Yes. Yes, that's true. Yes. And he's like, hey, when I was a kid, I used to go run and hide under my bed. Uh, do you ever feel like doing that? So mm. I guess they're kind of trying to bond. It works mm-hmm. better than my summary of it. Like just kind of watching it with subtitles on now. I'm like, this comes out of nowhere. But <laughs> at the t- the scene, it does work with them as much as they are just pe- like Tony definitely doesn't like Vin at all. You can see yeah, Vin doesn't care about him. Not one bit. But yeah. you can see here something that gets told to us later that Vin respects Tony. Yeah, true, true, true. Yes, Vin is, I think, and I don't want to be mean, I don't want to be a big meanie, I think that the actor playing Vin, who has been pointed out, is the dad from Home Alone, yep. is maybe not quite up to the material. I don't think the material is the issue here because it's... It all, even like I'm reading it here, not sort of looking at the pictures and it's mm. like, yeah, he opens up about, he had a, you know, a shitty childhood. He has a lot of demons. He, he's, you know, clearly unhappy. I don't think he's just pissed off when Tony like needles him. He's like, yeah, visibly unhappy. And I think that it might've been portrayed better with a better actor, but um, I think this guy's doing fine. I don't think I have a really a problem with it. It's just that this character is a bit of a loser. That's yeah. And he's playing him as yeah. that, you know? So I think it's also that just like you're not going to take to this guy. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. Um, and Tony's keeping him at an arm's length, but you know they're just sort yes. of they're opening him up a little bit and giving him some a reason to give a shit about him slightly more, or to at least explain who he is before yeah. they throw him off a bridge. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, Carmela has gone. Carmela has gone to visit Livia with a plate of something from the party. Which seemed mm. to me like a pointed, hey, you missed the party. Yes, I agree. Which was good. Yes. Well done, Carmella. Yeah, totally. Because, yes, you're right. I don't know that Tony has been so overt in telling Carmella or anyone, like, 
my mother is doing this for attention. Mm. She's manipulating people to get attention. Right. Don't play into it. Don't. She wants you to call her back. She wants you to care. He and really. That's pretty. Yeah. He seems to have turned a corner with it. Hey. Yes. Yes. I think so. Uh, which she's not quite at yet. She's still at the point of confronting Livia about it, which does yeah. seem pointless because she comes around and she's like, can you fucking cut it out, please? You're making Tony really unhappy. Yeah. Which I think is a misread from her because like, yeah, Tony's unhappy, but because of the the baggage from the past. Mm. But I think he's he, at this point, he has kind of moved on from her a little bit. Yeah. I think he's come, he has, has had a... Um, a realization, yeah, and he's he's processed it. I think that yeah, that's the word. He's processed this all, and he's dealing with it now in the moment without the baggage, or at least with the knowledge that there is baggage. And so he's a little bit less encumbered. I honestly think that if he hasn't done it yet, he is trying to abandon her. She's right. Yeah, yeah. About that, she later on says that oh, you've all abandoned me, and Kamala's like oh, that's crazy. But Tony does want to do that. Yeah, yeah. He wants to cut her, cut toxic people out of your life. Yes. And Tony's trying to. <laughs> Tony is a girl boss. Yes. Sorry, mob boss. I mispronounced that. <laughs> well, a couple. Um, but anyway, so but yeah. Carmella's yeah. doing, uh, she's done this before as well, but she's calling Livia out on her mm. shit and she's like, you're manipulative as fuck. I'm a mother too and I know I could do this to my kids. Like, yeah. fuck you. You're, you're deliberately doing this. I get what, what's up here. And I'm not, you know, she's not going as far as saying fuck you for it. She's just like, look, stop it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just fucking cut it out. You can eat some of this stupid pie with Junior if you want. Yeah. She's like, yeah. what are you Oh, mean? yeah. That's right. That, yeah, is interesting. That that she, I don't, I don't really get why she... Why this is a big sticking point for Livia. Yeah, she kind of jumps to, what, you think I'm fucking Junior? And Kamala's like, right. not really. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like, you know, you guys hang out. Yeah. You're both old. It's good that you have some companionship. Because it's a lot. But I think she is trying to deflect that she has Junior's ear from Carmela because Carmela sees through her. If Livia tells Junior to do something to Tony, she doesn't want Carmela to know it came from her. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. That's kind of how I yep. took that. But she's trying to downplay how influential she is over Junior. Yeah, okay, that's, yep, that makes sense to me. Yeah. It's so over the top, though, and it is a misdirection as well. So it's, yeah. Sure. Uh, Tony goes to visit Pussy um, at this point. He goes to his house. A lot of, like, I don't like the decoration of a lot of these houses. No, I agree. They're a little dim <laughs> as well. It's very yeah. dim in Pussy's house. I wonder if this is like an era thing. Maybe. Because it's all like dark beiges and browns and like... Kind of pastel pinks, but like just, just that kind of gross pink. Dull and dim, yeah. I, I, I definitely agree. I'm not sure if it's like meant to be a commentary on the style of these people or if Jersey is like that. But Maybe. yeah, no, I... It, I've definitely noticed that too. Uh, the the hallway lights in my apartment building are out at the moment, so it's completely black oh, no. in there. It's fucking terrifying. Fuck. I heard a dog bark in the hallway earlier, and I've never oh. heard a dog on this floor before in my life. <laughs> yeah, you stepped into The Last of Us or something. Um, it's, like, what's, it's really scary. What's coming down there? It's <laughs> really scary. But anyway, that's what this reminds me of. It doesn't remind me of it. It was just an hour ago that it happened. But 
Yeah. yeah, Tony comes in. He's got some uh, cannolis. He's got a joke or two for for Pussy's son. Yep. He, they, you know, yep. his son calls him Uncle Tony. You know, these guys are actually close, and they have a little yeah. sit down together and a bit of a chat. Pussy immediately starts talking about how, hey, I got to be able to provide for my family. Basically, blah blah blah. Yeah, kind of reaffirming the reasoning that uh, Vin gave Tony for why pussy would turn on them and just, you know, all the stuff he's saying, he's like, I'm cursed. I hate what's yeah. going on with my life. I'm trying to get out of it pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Tony tells him like, don't let anyone tell you don't have fucking options. you got friends here. We can look after it. Like in not so many words, he's telling him if they offer you a fucking deal, you don't need to take it because we'll look after you. Yes. Yep. Like he said to Kamala the other week, like, We'll, you'll be taken care of. That's the benefit of this whole thing is that we take care of each other financially, uh, physically, you know, like that's what we're in here. Cannolis, food, foodily. Yeah, foodily. And if you fucking Don't... cross us, we'll take care of you bulletly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. We'll take care of ourselves if you become an outsider. Yeah. But so all the stuff he's saying absolutely does not comfort Tony at all. No, Pussy seems like in a bad way mentally. He's paranoid about his own situation. He's worried. And yeah, like you yeah. said, it, it just confirms the potential, you know, um, issues that could lead him to make a deal. Totally. So Tony uh, calls Paulie in to an empty bar to Bing. And he tells yep. Paulie like, look, here's the thing. I think Pussy's turned. I'm 90% sure. Yeah. So we need to do something about it. I'm going to do it. And Paulie's like, nah, fuck that. I'm doing it. You spend ages getting your stripes. This is one of the benefits. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Paulie takes it on. And Paulie's one of Pussy's great mates as well. Like, yeah. it's. They look shattered. Like, Paulie yeah. really looks totally shocked, totally just like really upset. They look upset, but they look resigned to knowing that what this means they have to do. I think that's yes, that's it, right? They're they're upset because the, it's like it's set in stone. Right. There's no way around this. That the, the doing this has forced their hand, and that's why that you know it's just, that's why yeah, it's an unfortunate situation. And Tony really presses upon uh, on Paulie the importance of like I want you to see it happening. I want you yes. to know for sure. I need you to see the wire or hear the cop or whatever, like. You yeah. need to know. Yep. 110% sure. You need to know for sure and then be a little bit more sure. Yeah. Let's get back to that gabagool. Uh, next day, I guess, or later that day or whatever, Tony's gone to uh, the, the the retirement home to drop off some CDs for Livia, who is doing like a, 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 a hydrotherapy thing, something like that. Yeah. And this yeah. lady who, I guess, runs the um, the retirement community, she, yeah, yeah, we've met her. We met her when they took Olivia in the first time to look around. Right, she was trying right. to be real friendly to her, yeah. Well, someone's played a joke with her chair and her desk or something like <laughs> yeah. that. But yes. Her, she's so small. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I think, weirdly, I didn't notice until like halfway through the scene and I was like, did they just make it shorter? It's <laughs> but, so yeah. weird. She's so, <laughs> so low weird. down. Her hands are up to her shoulders. She looks like a Muppet behind the desk. It's <laughs> yeah. so, it's yes. really distracting. So I don't remember what this scene was about even. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird scene. It's a weird scene because it, 
Tony like comes to drop off the CDs. He's dropping them off. He wanted to drop them off with his mom, but he's dropping them off with her. Yeah. And then does it, something happen? The vibe of the whole scene seems weird. She she tells Tony like, "Oh, Junior's been coming around a lot, I guess." Which Tony kind of already knows, right? Yeah, I I definitely thought that. Yes. So I don't know what's going on with this. Really, she needs a smaller desk or a bigger chair. Or a combination chair. of both, yeah. A couple of cushions. Just pull that the little lever underneath up and let yeah. it let it rise a little, because that's yeah. really bad for your posture. Like you can get long lasting back damage, not psychological, by yeah. having a desk yeah. at the wrong height. Oh. Is this like the around the time when you know the lowrider songs started coming out? You know, like lowriders became big. Does she think she's being like a cholo? I don't know. I don't know what her deal is, but whatever it is, it's a bad deal. She yep. needs to. You, you're meant to have a ninety degree angle between your elbows and the desk. You're meant to have your arms mm. hanging loosely, and then a ninety degree am- angle between from elbow to desk. Yeah, that's ergonomic. if she's. The deal she's in, she's bought low and stayed there. That's not how you do business. When the angle is right, you can sit there all night. It's ergonomic. Yes. That's how you remember with that classic rhyme. That was one of the songs on the CDs that Tony's leaving. (laughs) Mario Lanza, like he's the, they've mentioned before, like she loves this old sort of Italian opera. He's bringing some stuff over, but weird. Anyway, later on, uh, um, Pussy's hobbling away from a meeting at the deli. His back's still bothering him. And Paulie pulls up and says, hey, we're going for a drive. Follow me. Yeah. And uh, takes Paulie has, I believe, the theme to The Godfather is his horn. (laughs) Yes, that's right. (laughs) He honks his horn and goes, it's such a long horn. It's a long horn. It's so, like, attention grabbing. It's like, hey, I'm a mobster. Yeah. But... So funny and so poorly. Do you know why they <laughs> so call good. why they call Paulie General Custer? Why? Because he's got to battle that little big horn. <laughs> Is that General Custer? <laughs> uh, I think so. Yeah, that's the only yeah. one I know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, Paulie, and also like this is a good trick. He takes him to a spa, and he's like, "Oh, it's a great take trick. your clothes yeah. off. We're at the spa." But also. It's such a good trick. You'd have thought that the mob would kind of be onto this trick. Right. It's the first trick you think of, I would say. Yeah. That's like, yep, that's true. And it makes sense because well, he's like, hey, you got a bad back, so this is meant to be treatment. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if, if, if Pussy doesn't seem suspicious necessarily, but he is refusing to take his clothes off because he's like, hey... No, the doctor told me that heat is specifically bad for my back and it'll explode if I get heat on it or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that is true. Yeah. But also it's fake. <laughs> in in terms of I don't think it's true in the real world because I've often been recommended heat packs and stuff. Yeah. But also in the show we know that the doctor who looked at his back said that there was nothing wrong. Well, he so says he- he's got a blood pressure thing that is the heat. As well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if he does have another medical condition or if he just doesn't want to do it. But it gets very tense, and he's like, "No, I'm not fucking doing it." And Paulie lets him go. But Paulie looks uh, yeah. pretty disappointed with this, and he's like, "Okay, that's probably the evidence that Paulie needed." Yeah, yeah. I did like. I thought this was another funny who's on first scene where Paulie just keeps saying, "Yeah, but take you take your clothes off. Take your clothes. I mean, yeah, that sounds that's. But take your clothes off. Take your clothes. Yeah, off. Um, but it doesn't work." 
And it makes sense because he was just at a meeting. He would be wearing the wire. Da da da. Yeah. But so then um, Tony's meeting up with Syl. There. Um, yep. And yep. Syl has some information that um, uh, Vic, Vic, Vin, Vin, Vin. <laughs> yes. Owes thirty thousand dollars to Big Pussy. I fucking love the, this episode and the way that they piece this together to an ambig- a genuinely ambiguous situation yeah. where you as a viewer cannot pick it. That, like the, I don't know the name of the actor of Big Pussy, which is a shame because he fucking nails it in this episode. Yeah. So hard to read. Um, everything about this is really, really well done. Because Syl is really like, hey, I'm pretty sure of this. Like this Vin guy. Yeah. He owes him $30,000. Tony's like, would he have the fucking balls to do this? He's like, do you know what we would do for $30,000? Are you kidding me? Right. So right. Tony does look a bit relieved but not convinced by this. He's, he says he's still got to think about it. He's not mm. sure here. But you've got Syl on the side of, I don't think it's him. And you've got Paulie on yep. the side of, I'm pretty sure it's him at this point. Yep. You've got to set up with these two little angels and devils on Tony's shoulders. And uh, it, it it's it's set up pretty well the uh, you know the idea that it might or might not be him. Totally, the ambiguity is there. It's it's and Tony hates that. Like he said before, he wants to be hundred percent sure. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Thingo's having a shower. Vin's having a shower in the brothel, and here comes the FBI having a bit of a raid. Mm. And uh, he gets taken, one of the capos gets taken, the madam gets taken, uh, the the doctor's back, he gets taken. Yep, yep. And then there's one of the most editorialized news pieces I've ever seen <laughs> oh, yeah, that's on the right. TV about this. They <laughs> they talk about how these people got pinched in a brothel yep. and then one of the, <laughs> oh, sorry, they say a bordello. And um, yes. the news, the anchors are like, I hate to be that guy when he got home. And then the other one goes, I don't know which is worse. To be caught in a bordello or to be caught with the wise guy. Yeah. Like, read the fucking news, guys. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. That didn't that didn't play well at all. No. So Anthony asks what a bordello is and they all have an argument about sex. Yep. And Tony's like, shut up about the sex at the dinner table. Yeah. And he very specifically lays out and like, I think this yeah. is a good enough reason to to have him say this. Uh, you know, statement of character that he's like, yeah. in this house, it's 1954 all of the time. Yes. So... Ah, uh, tone. Yeah, but you, we know he thinks this already and we see yeah, Carmella yeah. kind of just agreeing with what he's saying with her face. You know, she doesn't say it, but we see that she's on the same page with him about that, to be honest. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Yeah, yep. Um. So yeah, it's the it's the nineties. It's the happening nineties outside. <laughs> Little does Meadow, yeah. Meadow know how fucking conservative she's going to grow up to be. But it's the it's the oh, hot nineties yeah. outside, and we're allowed to talk about sex out there. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool in a nineties way because I said whorehouse. Well, good for oh, you, Meadow. <laughs> yeah, glad it's the nineties. Now you can be cool. Uh, um, enjoy Woodstock. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Vin is stuck in traffic, um, yep. going home, I guess, from uh, from the jail. He, we, we, we know that he's been suspended. Um, yeah, yeah. He's got his badge and his gun, and he uses his badge to get through the traffic, which definitely seems to be just like a thing. You can see it in his face where where he's he's like, oh, this is low, pretending to be yeah. a cop to get through the traffic. Like, he is kind of pretending yes. now. Yep, yep, yep. 
Yeah. And he's so pissed off at the traffic. Yeah. Which I've never been that mad at traffic. Traffic's frustrating, but... Traffic's traffic. I mean, I don't get the setup here and why there's traffic because... I guess half of the bridge is closed off or something, but people are able to move out of the way for this guy. And then right. he drives onto the bridge and there's two perfectly good lanes that just aren't being used for some reason. Yeah, Maybe yeah, there's yeah. been a crash. I don't know what it is, but the traffic situation is weird. And it's about to get weirder because he uh, parks his car, gets out and jumps off of the bridge to his death. Yes. Um, that's why we needed to know that he had a troubled childhood. Yeah. That's why he had to open up to Tony before... Um, cause he's really depressed and yeah, obviously getting <laughs> arrested for being in a brothel right. has pushed him over the edge. Well, and you need to know that he's killing himself for a bunch of reasons other than like, he's not, it's not this event. It needs to be right. clear that he, it's not because he owed so much money to pussy and it's not because yeah. he, you know, one specific thing related to who might or might not be wearing a wire. It, yep. I, and I think, I, I forget her name, but the brothel lady, she... Says to Tony, like, it might have been the last straw, but it's a ton of shit. I've known him for years. Yeah. It's, he's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Debbie. Debbie is her Debbie. name. Debbie. That's right. Um, You're right. It's also not just Tony being a dickhead to him, because he right, consistently yeah. is. You know, it's not just like... He's not dead because Tony was thing. mean. Yeah. He's not dead because there's a traffic jam. He... he, he the the uh, recap here says... Um, after being stuck in a traffic jam and becoming frustrated with how his life is collapsing around him. Yeah. Which I think is a good way to sum it up. Yeah. So Tony finds out uh, Vin McKazian, that's that's his name. Yeah. Rest in peace, my dude. <laughs> See ya. Um, See ya, McKaze. And so, yeah, Sil and uh, Tony are like, fuck, well, now we're not going to know for sure about pussy. Yeah. He was our link. Yep. So uh, Tony goes and sees Debbie and it's like, was he saying anything about anyone before he died? Is there any information you can give me? And he doesn't really get much out of her. She says that he liked Tony. Yeah, does she say that... Does she admit, like, oh, he mentioned that he owed money to one of them? I think she says it, but I think he is like, did he ever bring up anything like that? And she's like, oh, yeah, kind of, but he didn't really seem to care that much about it. Like... He didn't yeah. like Paulie. He thought he was a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is definitely true. He's a funny psycho, but he's absolutely. a fucking lunatic. Clearly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, you're right. The point of this scene is to underline that Vin trusted Tony. Mm. He liked Tony. You know, he didn't like being shit on by him because he saw him as someone who had you know principles or whatever. He he at least knew that you know Tony trusted him and he trusted Tony. Yeah. He, exactly. He trusted Tony and he didn't really have that much of a problem with anyone else in the organization. So Tony's or like Sill's theory of, you know, maybe he's trying to get pussy. It kind of falls apart with what Tony's hearing here. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yes, that if you lay that out as, you know, like a, in a game of ace attorney, you know, yeah. or just like in a court case, if you lay that out as a potential motive. Yeah, okay, you can see that, but we've got, you know, the backstory to the emotional reasons that it is maybe not valid. And, like, Tony calls him a degenerate gambler fuck or whatever. So gambling is his... He's probably been in bigger to worse people before. Yes. It seems like that has really been a big factor of what his life was. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yep. It really... It isn't... It isn't... It isn't reassuring, all the stuff that Tony hears. Yeah. Like, he's going there expecting to hear there's this big vendetta. Speaking of vendettas, um, 
Junior's come to visit Livia. Oh yeah, at the uh, at the retirement home here, and she's complaining about how Tony sold the house because that's why he was going around before with the CDs was to tell Livia. That's right. They'd sold but the house. The reason that that did not stick in my mind is I believe both lines that address that were ADR. Uh, said off screen or like mum like I right, I think maybe. that was added in maybe I, I uh, yeah because yeah he but that is seemingly the catalyst for why Livia does this next thing so he's like yeah hey look uh, just tell her we we sold the house it's all good the house is in escrow or whatever the fuck they say I don't know what escrow is but I always hear it it's like escrow uh, ain't no crow <laughs> like an S club crow. <laughs> Here we go. I was I don't about know if that to sound like a crow. I'm sorry for that noise. Uh, oh, it's. I think we call it um, some other thing here, which I've is also it like stamp duty and all that sort of. Sh- I, I ne- I've never bothered to learn anything about home ownership because it won't be relevant to me ever. It's like it's when. Oh, I'll just read it. Escrow generally refers to money held by a third party on behalf of transacting okay, parties. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I got the yeah. money. I'll give you the money when you promise that you'll move out of the house. No, yeah, I'll give yeah. you the money when you promise they're going to give me the money. Yeah, okay. Oh, settlement, I think it's sometimes referred to in Australia. Could be. It, but, I, yeah, it's. I think that vague thing. But whatever, the house has been sold. I call it rent. The house that she built. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Me too. Um, She's unhappy about yeah, that. J- it's another fucking blow from Tony that he doesn't respect her, right? Yeah, that her, and I think also that she is... A, getting very old she doesn't like that yeah she doesn't like that she's losing these these sort of markers of her being a, a vital and alive person she's getting abandoned and yeah this is a huge symbol of that and tony's in control here and she's not anymore so yep she's she starts letting slip to junior who's a fucking idiot and doesn't see what's going on yeah. here at all She's like, yep. oh, Johnny Sachs was around here the other day and he didn't do this to his mother and yep. junior's like what? I did. Johnny Sachs is here. His, mo- his mother's here. What? He's like, yeah, he's always yeah. wearing those mohair suits. He's like, suits? Uh, yeah. Pleurisy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck. God, Junior. It's the stupidest conversation. And she's just wrapping him around his, her little finger yeah. being like, Oh, maybe Larry boy was here yeah. and his mother was here too. Maybe they're all here talking about you. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they talk about. I just know that nobody cares about me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she tells Junior to kill Tony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Because uh, uh, he's like, yeah. well, I got to do something about this if they're talking behind my back or my capos. And she's like, hey, don't you do anything now or I won't tell you any more stuff. And he's like, Livia, don't try to manipulate me here. I got to do <laughs> yeah. what I got to do. <laughs> Fucking jackass. Yep. God, he's so dumb. Yeah. So he's off. Livia has. But I guess a- that's 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 the the second last step. I assume we assume in the plot that has been running for most of this right, season. Yes, the conflict between Tony and Junior has yeah basically driven a lot of what's happened. Um, we've got this new thing with the wire and the mole and all that stuff. But um, yeah, this has been pushed to. We assume the resolution of this conflict. Right. It's got to be coming soon. Because Tony took steps to resolve stuff with Junior, but he never did with Livia. 
Yeah. And in the first yeah. episode, she's like, maybe we should kill Tony. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And now she's really hammering at home. So, yeah, they're, Junior's out of there. Olivia has a few more crocodile tears and whatever. And uh, yeah, yeah, he's in big fucking trouble. Yeah. Shit's about to happen. Well, sh- and shit happens in uh, the next scene. Yeah. So they're having dinner together, this family. The Sopranos, yep. they call them. <laughs> the Sopranos, yeah, yeah. They're Italian. Uh, uh, they got a, they got a phone on the wall, and it has the longest cord I've ever seen a phone have. I don't know if you remember this from the episode, but yeah, uh, uh, only longer cord I've seen is in Seinfeld. They do the same thing. The fucking phone reaches from one side of the apartment to the other. It's crazy. I don't know why. And it's ninety nine. There's cordless phones now. Yeah, and also, we lived through the 90s. I never had a phone with a cord that long. Never. I never saw one. No. Never fucking saw one. I never even heard about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I never even imagined it. I couldn't have imagined it. It's too long. It's way too long. And you know what else is long? The Mm. opposite of the amount of time that Jimmy has (laughs) (laughs) taken here between getting out of jail and coming to Tony Soprano's house. And they're yeah. all happy to see him. They say Uncle Jimmy. You know, they're stoked yep. that he's out. Hey, look at this fucking guy. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. And Jimmy's immediately like, <laughs> can we talk business somewhere in private? Tony takes him down to the mm. basement. And boy, oh boy, does Jimmy suck at being a fucking inside man. Yeah. Um, it's pretty overt without being, without, like, I don't know if you agree. There's nothing that he says where you're like, ah, that connects to that, which reveals to me yeah. that he is the mole. It's just a vibe. It's just Tony being like, you're asking too many specific questions. Yeah. He's too fake casual. Is, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's it. And, and Tony obviously has an instinct. You know, he's probably dealt with this before. And do you know what? It's like, the thing that it is for me is Jimmy specifically saying, uh, do you know anything about the dead Colombian in the apartment? Like, he's really specifically yeah. laying out exactly what he wants to talk about. Yeah. It's it's weird. He's not saying our thing or that guy or our Colombian friend or whatever. Sure, yeah. It's like, hey, so, you know, you got that money from the, the Colombian job. You know where they killed the guy in the apartment? So, what? yeah, you're right. It's, yeah. There's something off about it. And uh, so, Tony gets suspicious. He doesn't answer any of the questions, too. He's he's very evasive, but not mm. Mm. not noticeably evasive. He doesn't yeah, want I agree. Jimmy to know that he knows. Because at this point, Jimmy doesn't know that anybody knows there's a mole or whatever. Yeah, true. Yes. So yep. Tony's got the upper hand here. He kind of gets Jimmy out of there. Jimmy's like, I'm going to go around and, uh, you know, get do, do my rounds or whatever. Yeah. And this is where Tony springs into action. He's got yep. Sill down at the deli and they're fucking flipping yep. out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good scene. Tony is yeah. uh, it, like end of his tether sort of shit. And he's like, it's fucking Jimmy. The wire is Jimmy. Where's pussy? Get him here. Where the fuck yep. is Paulie? Get him here. They can't get onto him. The longest phone cord in the world won't contact these people. <laughs> yeah. and then, But then Paulie shows up after a little bit of, you know, yeah, uh, freaking out. Yeah. And and Tony's yeah obviously because of the situation that they've set up he's like did you do it did you like he's grabbing him he's shaking him around he's like tell me tell me be honest don't you fucking lie to me like did did you do it yeah. you know what and yeah Paulie's like no no yeah I didn't he's not done it yet but he does tell Tony like hey you refused to take his clothes off at the place right yeah that's true but uh, they all kind of come to the conclusion that okay no nah, it's Jimmy 
we we nearly got the it, wrong fucking guy. But no one has seen pussy since no. the sauna. No. So, and I, like going back over this, I mean, I was pretty convinced it was Jimmy too, but there's no reason to think it was one of them over the other at this point still. No, I, I, I agree. Like it could be both of them. It could just be Jimmy. It could just be pussy. And Jimmy was being unsubtle yeah. with his language, just being a, a dum-dum. Like it's still ambiguous. Yeah. Yeah, you And right. Jimmy's always been a pretty plain talker. That's happened in episodes yeah. in the past that people have gone, hey, Jimmy, shut the fuck up. Like, kind yes, of, right? That's true. Yeah, yep, I would say that. Um, they, the FBI raided his place, which doesn't necessarily point to him being, like, if they flipped him after that, yeah. then, okay, I guess I can see that. But also, has this not been going on for longer than that? It's it's all, I, I think, yes. It's stressful. For yeah. sure. And so, yeah, they, they still don't quite know. We don't know where Pussy is. We don't know if it's Jimmy. That's all kind of... So that's obviously what the next couple of episodes are going to be doing. Yep. And then we haven't seen... Uh, is it Michael? <coughs> Mikey. Mikey. Yeah, I call him Mikey. Mikey Parmesi. Junior's right-hand man. Uh, Junior's right-hand man. <laughs> yeah, right-hand man. Uh, his fucking dirtbag friends brought him a microwave. And yep. he's being a fucking cunt to his wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I really like this scene. Like, he's such a fucking prick, this guy. Yeah, it's good. It's, again, it's a little elevated, you know, yeah. um, tonally, but it's it's good. It's a fun scene with this prick. And it, Exactly. If you're going to be elevated about anyone, Mikey's a character to do it with. Cause yep. Yep. Fuck, man. <laughs> he's such a dick. <laughs> and he's, he's so stupid. Ball. And the other guy is like, hey... Uh, next month is going to be busy because I think we're going to do that thing that might have been happening. <laughs> right. Meaning we're going to kill Tony Soprano and Mikey is over the moon. <laughs> yes. Yes. He is so <laughs> smiley and happy about this. <laughs> He's like fucking Grandpa Bucket in Willy Wonka <laughs> jumping out of bed and kicking his heels. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to shoot that prick. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's basically laying out to his wife like, hey, it's going to be smooth sailing from here on yeah, out. She's Everything's like, coming up, Mikey. I thought we were going to Vegas in a couple of weeks. He's like, we're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they have just the worst <laughs> relationship. Well, you, he's like, put some fucking dumb... coffee on. He's yeah. like, why does it were look this... like I'm doing? <laughs> it's brewing. Were you this dumb when I married you? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I fucking awful. Can't even remember what she says to trigger that, but I think it's nothing. Yeah. Like, Yeah. And so she's like, you can tell me what this is about, right? The big thing. And he's like, listen, don't fucking tell anyone, but I'm going to kill Tony Soprano. She's like, yeah. really? <laughs> that sounds pretty good to me. Mm. Um, Do you think she's going to tell anyone? No, I think she's just there so we can see Mikey's excited. Okay. I don't reckon she'll okay. tell anybody. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he loves Junior Soprano as well. He's like, you don't, yeah. you don't belittle a man like Junior. He's old school. You don't make jokes about cunt lapping. <laughs> yeah, that's a good phrase. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, they, they have a conversation about this. He's like, you don't spill your guts to a shrink. She's like, oh, Tony Soprano sees a shrink. You know. They they they, right. they go back over all the reasons why Junior got to this point with Tony. I guess is yeah, the thing. sure, yep. And so let me see. 
Tony Soprano sees a shrink. I'm just seeing why, to add insult to injury, uh, he was planning a move against Junior. <laughs> okay. And his wife said, his own uncle? And he's like, well, you're this fucking stupid when I married you. <laughs> okay. It is his uncle. Yeah. Yes. She's dead on. That is weird. Yeah. You're just a fucking psychopath, Mikey. Yeah. Anyway. They tell each other, fuck you, and uh, that's the end of the episode. And she says, it's brewing. <laughs> but is she talking about the coffee or about a little bit of trouble? Yeah, troubles are brewing. Yeah. Um, we get fucking a, great stuff. Yeah, there's a final little shot there of uh, Tony watching a barge. Looking that's upset, right. looking conflicted. Yes, yes. And that's fair. Yeah. I'm going to say that's fair enough. It's been a busy few days. He's had a You've hard a lot time. To think about. He's had a lot of stress. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if his back was hurting because of psychosomatic reasons after all this. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's wearing a wire. Yeah, he's, st- he's looking over whatever that is, the jersey, sure. I guess so. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, big barge coming past. I guess he's thinking about uh, maybe the guy who jumped off the bridge and maybe where pussy's going to have to end up. Maybe. I don't know what the significance of a boat or a barge or whatever is. And I ain't going to yeah. try to figure it out. That's not my job. <laughs> no, we're not therapists. We just watch TV. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we watch really um, good TV too. I just, the, the tension of the, um, is it pussy or not? Yeah. Is uh, really well done in that episode. And it was gripping. It made me want to just go straight into another one. And yeah. we're close to <laughs> wrapping up this first season here. Uh, two more episodes yeah. after that. And I'm really excited for it. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, like I said before, probably the most exciting thing that's happened in the whole series, and there's been a bunch of cool stuff so far. Mm. I, I loved this episode, um, maybe in contrast to the previous one, but I think just it, as, you know, it stands alone as a really, really good um, episode of fucking TV, and yeah, can't wait to, to watch the next one. Yeah, me too. Um, and if you want to watch us, uh, you can't, but you can message us on Instagram at Pod. And maybe I'll send you a video back of me <laughs> reacting don't, to it. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said watch. Uh, yeah, but you can uh, hit us up over there, gabagoolboys at gmail.com if you want to uh, send us some theories if you haven't seen the rest of the show like we are pretending we haven't. We'll probably do a big, uh, a big glub of emails or something maybe at the start of the last episode of this season. Because we're yeah. going to go straight into the second season of the show after that. There won't be a gap or anything like that. But we, I yep. think we got some uh, some plans for what we're going to do around when the second season pops up and stuff like that. So yes. we'll inform you. Yeah, you're right. We'll probably have a bit of a, a bigger, longer episode with some other stuff to talk about. So, yeah. Uh, but anyway, hmm. we're not there yet. We're going to be talking about episode 12 next week. And yes, like I said, so excited to see what happens. Yeah. And we will uh, talk to you then. (laughs) See you then. Next week, that means. (laughs) Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 